This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is between birthdays. and welcome to episode 174 of Movie Drone. I'm wondering where that week went, Steve. I'm, it's been a fucking long week, Mark. <laughs> Have you? I take it you mean between Cassie's birthday and the birthday of Jesus Christ, our Saviour and Lord. That's the one. Is it? That's the one, yes. <laughs> There's no other birthdays. I've uh... been called Jesus recently. <laughs> Told I look like Jesus. Uh, yes, correct, mate. Uh, I didn't quite mean that. I meant no. there's no other important birthdays in between. Oh, it's no important and... birthdays. Right. No, no, I never, okay. I never claimed it to be important. Right. Mate. Is your birthday tomorrow, though, it is. Mate? It is. It is. So that's what, Saturday. So when this goes out on Sunday, I may or may not have remembered to put a tweet out about it. Okay. But Probably anyway. don't bother. No one acknowledges it anyway. Right. Um, oh. oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've got a... Um, the builder's coming tomorrow, so I've got to jump on with him and screw some windows in. So, you know, just another day, mate. There you go. Just another day. Good. But yeah, how's, how's your week off been? Do you want to it's, go first? I don't know. I mean, how's your week been without me, Shit. Mate? Is it? Yeah, well. See, is that because I'm not there? Bits, is it? No. Is it? No, bits and pieces. I've, I've had a couple of meals out. Oh, right. Yeah, we went out for, we had to, we had a little celebration meal. Um, for the missus achieving something, which was really good. And then we had the family birthday meal for us both. Um, they was disgusted when I ate chicken livers. They were really nice, though. Oh, they were really oh. nice. Were they for the dog? Normally for the dog? No, they no, oh, it was really, really nice. They come from Ooh, George, I like chicken livers. Okay. And I had a banoffee waffle, mate. That was pretty special. Oh. You can tell I wrote my notes early in the week because it says here, lots of building dates. And fingers crossed, nothing goes wrong. <laughs> it's all gone wrong, mate. <laughs> Has it's it? It's all gone wrong. Has it? All gone wrong. I've had to alter some plants significantly. Um, so my dream of it being watertight by Christmas, not going to happen. No? Um, did, Gypsy, did Gypsy John not deliver the tiles? Is that no, t- no tiles. Roof, oh, right, roof okay. touch wood, mate. It's going all right. <laughs> I had an email yesterday, well, a week ago. Um, I emailed the window company and said, yeah, hello. See, you got a delay on one of my other orders. Just checking this one's all right. No, it's all fine. No things. Delayed it till the 25th of fucking January. Are they? Eight week delay. No way. Unforeseen in a week. Something really must have gone wrong there. <laughs> Boiler knows it's going in a skip because that's been playing around as well. <laughs> um, it's it's not gone well, mate. Electric van went back today. Oh, did it? Had enough of that shit. Rung them up, told them to bring me back. Oh, I thought it loses charge sitting there. I mean, mine doesn't really. But... This did, sat there for a week, barely got it down to charge it, mate. Really? Um, when I took it back, she went, yeah, this is what everyone's saying. Um, so <laughs> it's not going to work, mate. She said, it's good for personal, it's not working for business. Right. Everyone's giving the same feedback. But the highlight of my week, mate, Mrs. Birthday yesterday, happy birthday for yesterday, not that she's ever listened in her life. Um, but to you or to the podcast? <laughs> both, equally. Um, I sh- don't know if you know, like, she can't eat nothing. Basically, no, right, she lives on dust. Baileys, yeah, right, crisps. Baileys and crisps. Um, so couldn't get her a cake. Oh, Normally I'll buy these gluten-free biscuits and I'll sort of pile them on a plate in their packs and stick a candle in the top Love. one. Couldn't get them this year. So I thought to myself, got to have something while you're singing happy birthday, don't you? So I bought a couple of confetti cannons. I thought the kids could let them off when we go, happy birthday to you. Pop, pop. Fuck me. <laughs> I think they might have been made in Syria. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> kids couldn't quite give it enough strength. So as I did it, my ears started ringing. It, it reminded me of like a gun going off in a car. Right. Um, so both ears rang. And what I can only describe as a cloud of uh, rose gold glitter erupted into the air. And then the second one went off. Um, so last night I was hoovering the ceiling, <laughs> um, the lights. Uh, it's everywhere. Did you buy them down the market? Amazon, oh, where yeah. I buy everything. <laughs> right, okay. Um, yeah, unlike China, then they were oh, mental. Nice. nice. Um, she said they were lovely, but I could see her freaking out. Her OCD was not <laughs> coping well. But the stuff turns up everywhere, mate. Good. It is literally everywhere. Got a measuring drug out of the cupboard tonight to do some gravy, some confetti in it. Is it? How? But yeah, it nice. was your Bob's, mate. Come it was on. nice, mate. Yeah, it was nice. Very, very Feel nice. Relaxed. Uh, 
oh, it's packing day, isn't it? It's all raining when you had to pack the car up this morning. Oh. So whatever relaxation you've had just swiftly turns to frustration and anger. I find anger. that on every holiday. You yeah. spend all the, like, seven hours flying off to the tropics and yeah. then you relax and it's lovely and then the airport turns to shit in the tank. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, no, it was nice, mate. Yeah. It was nice. But I've got a cheeky Monday off, which you didn't Ooh, know about. So, uh, nice. so she's a bit gutted about well, that. Well, didn't she have the week off before? Yeah, she did. She yeah. can't get that upset then, <laughs> can she? She always does. She always will. I've oh, got your present, mate. got your yeah. present. Now, they didn't have a shop, really. Right, okay. So, yeah. um, not the most inspiring, but they didn't really have a shop where you could buy nice. Okay. We didn't go anywhere. It's like a thought, mate. It's, it's a yeah. thought that's so going. you got that piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I've so, got just the shelf for that, mate. <laughs> so you've got the Dog Squad yeah. solar-powered novelty, which is a dog with a, I think it's a Santa's hat on. Oh. So it's, just wakes, wakes its tail on that. Is that truck. from the services, mate? <laughs> no. It's, it's from like the uh, the local like... Um, Chinese? It's <laughs> a like local corner cats, shop. It? Uh, that's right. lovely. You know that? Yeah, I'll put that on the shelf yeah, of prizes. Yeah, someone can win that. Look, that's lovely, mate. So you're getting a bit of tack there. Um, is English food Did shit, you spend mate? money on that? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it's all inflated prices, yeah. isn't it? Because of Christmas and that. Uh, is English food shit? Is English food shit? Yeah. WTM. Did you hear that? Because I when they said about English food, I mean, tweeting that. Basically, if vegetables right. and um, <laughs> stuff that's cooked not two foot in oil is shit, then I suppose it is, mate. Yeah. They said about breakfast. Breakfast. Fucking English breakfast. Lovely, isn't it? Could you have it three times a day? Could I have it three times a day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Problem easily. they've got is they don't know proper like bacon do they no they don't know Ooh, what's this little strip of crispy stuff no mate that's not bacon <laughs> and don't have options where you're all oh, can i have them over easy sunny side up you're over complicating a breakfast <laughs> black pudding do they even know what black pudding is i don't know i mean who knows who knows but uh yeah they were a bit derogatory about it wouldn't they i eh? don't know shit mate they need no. to come over here we'll take them down the pub for a pub lunch have you seen the pictures of the english pub in the quotes yeah. uh, eric's got any removes yeah, isn't it? it's not english is <laughs> no, it? i don't know like that there's no <laughs> fights and that is stereotypically <laughs> english yeah yeah anyway yeah. there you go it's like there our greek taverna down the ice street and <laughs> it it's about as authentic as that <laughs> it is indeed <laughs> So after that, mate, have you got any thanks this week? I have, mate. Got thanks to Podcast HQ, to Chris Phelps. What should we watch? VHS Strikes Back. St Paul's Filmcast. Little Nick. Write Stuff Reviews. Nerdrovert. Spoiler Piece Theatre. Four as a Crowd. Tim. Mike, Mike and Oscar. Soundtrack Your Life. Bring on the Weird. Sorry You're In My Seat Podcast. And 24 Flames Per Second. Thank you very much for all those people's retweets on Twitter this week. So I've got some special thanks to people who have gone the extra mile on Twitter. Do you want to sing to Cassie? Have you already done it, have you? Yeah, I did it last night. I mean, I'm probably not going to be a horse. I'm a she bit don't horse. listen, mate. No, okay, that's good then. So I've got special thanks this week to Jill, Cassie, Jamie Russell, Glyn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Cinema Recall, Emirates Movies, LJ Human, Ryan, Ben and Paul from Filmbusters, Ian McIntyre, Mr. Positivity and Eric from WTM just after the food comment, Jamie Irwin and the Contrary. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you very much. Good problem, mate. Welcome to the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. What up, what up? Each week, we'll explore the classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a little comedic twist. We will ask those important questions like, why don't they get out of the haunted house the first time they see the ghost or the demon? Why do people feel like... Hey, there's been a spooky disappearance, but I'm going to investigate myself, even though I have no investigative background. Or, why didn't I realize I was dead the whole time? These important questions and many others we will get to the bottom of. So check us out each week at the podcast that wouldn't die. Be there or be square. So there we go. That's uh, our friends, the podcaster wouldn't die from across the pond. Very similar to our one. <laughs> well, <I'll> it won't <laughs> die. <laughs> no matter how hard we try to kill it. <laughs> I thought you meant our promo. I was going to no. say, yeah, there's quite a lot of difference. Uh, so they're done malignant mm. in the latest episode. They've got to try and find the fun in that one. I haven't mm-hmm. listened yet. I'd like to see how they did try and find it. I mean, I suppose it was quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a good bit. Quite, bit quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, out there. So, please listen to our friend, the podcast that wouldn't die. Yes. I've been waiting for this, mate. Welcome to the Mark reads some film lines in some similar voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game. 
Hashtag What's That Film? I mean, when I say I've been waiting for it, I don't actually mean to play it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for it to end. It's great. <laughs> so, mate, this is What's That Film, your quiz. So, yeah. who got what and what was it? It was what I would call, mate, Indiana Jones, or what you would call Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, but Glyn got five, mate. Emma got ten. Ten? Yeah, five, really. But she right. tried to claim ten. Good job. Paul mm. got four. Dennis got five, mate. Yeah. Did admit he's a little bit scared of Maisie. Right. A little bit. LJ got two, got a bit confused with the rules, weren't paying enough attention. And Jill just can't be asked anymore. No, no, she's not listening. They can't be asked anymore. She's going to have one. What's her day going to be like listening to how many now? Three, oh, it's going to be Three, the best day like... ever, isn't it? <laughs> how quick will it's that really go? Yeah. What did I get? Was it four? Three, four? Yeah. Yeah, done all right. A long right. time ago, wasn't I've it? Done all right, mate. Mm. I've done all right. So, what you got for us this week then, mate? Bit of fun, mate. Bit of fun. I think before the festive shenanigans might start happening soon, but right. not yet. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. We will declare Christmas officially opened. You saw the pictures of the, the lights yeah. where I was on holiday. Yeah. A lot of people. There's a lot of people on your estate now as well, mate. Everywhere outside, outside, Next yeah. door, mate. Put them up yesterday. <laughs> I think they're isolating, though, so I think they're trying to like, oh. cheer themselves up. They're doing it to piss you off. There you go. <laughs> right. So, five points there, mate. What's that feel? That's so funny. The last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Oh, that is. Yay! <laughs> five points, mate. Pick a prize off the shelf. I love the I've fucking song of Howard Dog. So we are. Oh, dear. Uh, you secretly wanted it anyway. I did, yeah, you paid a fortune for it. <laughs> Four points for anyone else, Sam. What's that feel? I would follow you into the mists of Avalon, if that's what you mean. All right, okay. Yeah. All right, go on, go on. Three points in. What's that feel? I'm Dale, but you have to call me Dragon. Come <laughs> It's a bit of a giveaway, that one. Well, there you go. Okay, right. go on. You think it was a big giveaway? Jill didn't even get the one with Chinatown in it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dig anyone out, but you know. Two points in, mate. What's that feel? Robert, better not get in my face because I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, not too bad. Well, I got on the wrong way around. Okay. But... Um, and one point then. What's that feel? You're not a doctor. You're a big, fat, curly-headed fuck. <laughs> yeah, good choice in the lines, mate. They are, yeah, yeah, I think you might have just dropped, I think, number three in that. I think right. should have been a bit later on. Okay. Yeah. But there you go. Who knows? I yeah. suppose you've got to have watched it or got to have watched it a few times. Fucking five, mate. Yeah. Give me that dog. <laughs> Moving on. This is Mark's Mail Sack. Definitely taking that dog. Right, so this is Mark's Mail Sack. So I don't know where we are with it. I presume that we've... I think we've started to get some We've Christmas got some festive ones coming in, mate. Okay. Got well, some. We could always do some better ones, as you say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't upset anyone. Apparently, we've ignored someone's question already <laughs> previously, so that one's got to go in oh. just out of uh, <laughs> sheer blackmail. A bit like the wall of shame's not about, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, where can people send these better questions, mate? They can send them via Twitter or Instagram, mate, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Is this the last non festive question? I believe so. Okay, right. I believe so. So, let's see who sent it. In our next section, this is a section that we love to call Question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. And there we go. So, mm. our final non festive question. Yeah, quickly last week, though, mate. Yeah. Loads of answers coming in for the vehicle thing. Okay. I'm not going to read them all out, but we've gone from the TARDIS to Herbie, from the DeLorean to Kit, from Tron's light cycle to a vintage, although not vintage enough, apparently, Batmobile. And then LJ sent loads of boats in There's just to get to his island. There's Batmobile, isn't there? You know what I mean? Oh, the sorry, mate. Sorry. But yeah, LJ, loads of boats he sent in. <laughs> Just to get to his island, <laughs> just to trump us from boat hating. Yeah, you didn't seem to get that concept, did you? Of a boat being the thing to get you to the island. I, I just don't like boats. Right. I just find them particularly dull. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There we go. So thanks for sending in your yeah. answers to that one. Right, okay. So who sent this in and what's it about? Mr. Sean. Okay. Mr. Sean Panda Nicholson asks us, mate, he said, if there's a movie drone vault, where only the best movies were preserved and immortalised forever for future movie lovers in case of a nuclear apocalypse or climate disaster. One of them could definitely happen right soon. 
Um, but what five films would you put in there to represent the best movies the world has to offer? Lovely. I think we're more at risk of uh, a global pandemic mutation happening, yeah. I think, aren't we, at yeah. the moment? But there we go. Let's so make the most of sitting face-to-face while we can, mate. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So... Sean sent five in as well. And I've tried to stay away from the usual suspects as much as I can. I've I've put maybe one in there. We don't like the usual suspects. (laughs) Boom, boom. You ready then, mate? Right, number five for Sean is Do the Right Thing. Spike Lee's masterpiece, apparently. Okay, I mean, I'm struggling a little bit with rewatches on that one. Okay. Um, it's going down as I watch it. I've, I've got it. it. It's my, one of my Christmas watches. Okay, yeah, I mean, I used to love it, but uh, but now it's just going down a little bit. Just okay. going down a little bit. Okay. I've gone for City of God. A bit of world cinema, mate. Oh, yeah? I, well, what I thought is, like, it's not going to be British uh, future film lovers. Got to cover a little bit of the world. I suppose so. It's not, we're not like we're in America where we just pretend we're the only country in the world, yeah. like in movies and stuff. Loads of people, so I thought that for me is a masterpiece. Okay, right. I've got The Life of Brian. Okay. Um, I've got proof that comedy can be made from any subject. Yeah. It's a very touchy subject, isn't it? But religion. Well, yeah, people do take it quite seriously. But like I say, it's uh, it's nice to actually see something, for me yeah. personally, that uh, that does get away with, uh, with making comedy out of it. Yes, mate. Very good as well. So number four, Sean's gone for Jurassic Park, saying no explanation is needed. Okay. Not a fan, mate, are you? No, I've gone, I don't mind it. It's yeah. just fucking on all the time, isn't it? You it can't is. Just... Again, this week, it was, I watched it again this week because it was on, <laughs> and I haven't even put it on my also watch because I was like, <laughs> I can't just keep saying I've watched it. <laughs> um, number four for me, mate, Shutter Island. Our recent talkings about it has made me realise what a great, great film that is. Okay, there we go. Right, I have got Pulp Fiction. Okay. Performances to die for. You got comedy, you got violence, intertwined stories, um, perfect way a film could be put together. I mm. think. So there we go. Okay. Um, so number three for Sean. He's put once a love story, music, and wonderful. Christ. Yeah. Not being no, I'd, <laughs> I'd rather die. You're going to rebury his vault, and you? Like, nah, I've done that. <laughs> um, so number three for me, mate. Similar. Sort of thing to you with Pulp Fiction, but I've gone for Goodfellas. Oh. I want my gangster flick, great soundtrack, brilliant bringing together stories. Okay, there we go. Number three, mm. got Raiders of the Lost Ark. Got possibly the greatest action adventure film of all time. Okay. And I think it is. I've got to be honest. Yeah, Behind the Goonies? No, no, I think in front of the Goonies yeah. for me, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. an adult. <laughs> Sean then for number two's gone for The Thing. Jamie Russell's going to like that. It's a perfect horror and the practical effects are amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So I assumed, mate, that people who dig up this vault, there's going to be a few kids. So I've put a kid's film in. Monsters, Inc. (laughs) Wazowski, where's your paperwork? (laughs) Um, I was going to go for Up, but I've used it a lot of times, so I've gone for Monsters, Inc. Okay. Trying to be different. He's certainly that. Um, I've gone, my number four, is it? The Dark Knight. I've got how a superhero film for me should be. It's got my motor in that, isn't it? Dark, yeah. Dark, um, the feel of it, yeah. entertainment. You okay. know what I mean? I think it should be that sort of deep, dark, brooding okay. theme. And unsurprisingly for number one, Sean's gone for Chinatown. Okay. With his great impressions. He loves that one. Um, he says it's perfect except for the absolute shit that is the director. Yeah. Film uh, noir. Yeah. I've gone for a real feel-good film, mate. I've gone for Pride. Okay. I had a look for him in spreadsheet, and I was like, you know what? It's great. Fucking great film. (laughs) Okay. Love it. There we go. Uh, My number five, I had to have a horror, really, and I've gone for Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978 version for me. I think it's still one of the greatest remakes ever made, and the premise, I think, of um, people, obviously... Not being people yeah. um, living in plain sight, these yeah. uh, creatures. Still one of the scariest. Okay. Eclectic mix there, mate. 15 yeah. movies in a vault. Yeah. You know. There we go. Everyone's worst nightmare. People, up people send them vault. in. Yeah. Okay. okay Absolutely. Cool. Hashtag movie drone vault. It's never going to work, though, is it? <laughs> I mean, it might, mate. Yeah, Jesus let's get Christ. it trending and stuff. <laughs> okay, then. So uh, there we go. Please send in yes. your uh, for your five films for the vault. Yeah. And Hashtag thank you very movie much. Vault. Sure. <laughs> All right, then, moving on. Yes. Okay, we saw, I suppose you can call it a film. We could have a go, mate. We saw a film. It's currently 3.5 out of 10 on IMDb. 
is a nine plus. Never heard of that before, but one hour, 33 minutes builds an action comedy family with a synopsis of a married couple tries to steal back a valuable heirloom. Heirloom? A valuable heirloom from a troublesome kid. No numbers on this one, mate. It's a Disney special. This is uh, directed by Dan Mazer, starring Ellie Kemper, Rob Delaney, Archie Yates, Ashleen B, Keenan Thompson, Pete Holmes, Ali Mackey and Chris Parnell. It's 2021's Home Sweet Home Alone. Did you bother with a clip? Yeah, short one. Twas the night before Christmas vacation. And the fun was in full swing. You have split our family onto two separate flights. Mom! Max, please! The family left for their big vacation. Is that everyone? The cars are leaving now! But forgot one little thing. Mom? Dad? Uncle Blake? They don't even know I'm here. They don't even know I'm here. Here we go. So, okay, I'll open with Jill's thought on this Mm. one. She feels sorry for him. Okay. For who? The actors, I think. All oh, right. <laughs> the audience. <laughs> the um, listeners. Uh, okay then, mate. So, I mean, I am interested. I mean, trying not to go too into it, but mm. uh, I'd like to know, why do you think this exists? <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, I thought, right, I, before I watched this, I thought we was going to have my first movie drone zero. Oh, okay. Um, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to get much more. Let's be totally honest. Um, but so I suppose in that way, mate, it surpassed my expectations. <laughs> there's my positive. Right. Now, there are some positives, mate. Okay. There, there's, there's a few, not many. Right. Okay. Go on. I mean, I, I've asked the question, why do we think this exists now? Money. Well, yeah, but also I think. I mean, remember it's gone on to Disney, though, is it? You, yeah. Could you imagine people actually subscribing to Disney just for this? Yes. Would you really? Yes. Okay. If they did it right. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, but in its form at the moment, especially with the ratings and that, they're not going to get people you. doing that, surely. So I was just thinking, uh, comparing it to the old one, which obviously you're going to because it's based on that anyway. Yep. I was thinking, that one's got a bit of what we call peril on it. So yes. they're quite nasty, those robbers. Mm-hmm. This one is more of, isn't it a snowflake one? Mm-hmm. In the original Home Alone, mm-hmm. for a younger child, you would be scared mm-hmm. that something's going to happen to them because they're nasty bastards. Yeah. Um, this one is more of a, what's it called, a woke, is it? Yeah, well, I don't really get into mate, all that. He didn't want to though. share his drinks with him. That was pretty nasty. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It yep. is very, very much, isn't it, a watered-down version. Yep. Does that not mean that there is a place for it in that sort of timeline, Home Alone thing, for younger children? No, mate. Because okay. I, think, I think Home Alone worked really, really well because it was fun for all the family. You could sit down as a family and watch it. And I think there was bits in there. It covered all bases. I know we're not the demographic for this one, but I think that's their biggest mistake. Okay. If you a Disney film, historically, is something that most of the family can get something out of. So mm-hmm. if you sat down, you look at even Up, Monsters, Inc., stuff like that. They're aimed at kids, but there's enough humour in there and there's enough bits in there. Wally, I know it's not... Technically, Disney with Pixar, all that, but there's enough adult humor where the adults sit back and go, oh, That was clever. These deal weren't that clever about this one. Um, I, I just think they missed it. I mean, we didn't have a chance to watch it with the kids, and I'm sure they would have liked it, but this missed the family Christmas thing. Right. This is dire. Okay. This is bad. Should we do some positives, though? Yeah. Have you got any positives? Come on. Um, I think. Think oh well, I mean I quite liked um Ellie Kemper, Rob Delaney. Right. I thought that they were okay. I cool. thought that they That's one of us. <laughs> Did you not think they was okay? No. Did you not? No. I thought that they were probably the best characters in it. Okay. I thought that they done an all right job of actually making me believe that they were together. Okay. I mean, that's probably it really. Yeah. I mean I've got they reused some of the John Williams music. <laughs> um it did bring back that little nostalgia thing. I like the references to the old one with regards to, like, we had the bit with Buzz with the alarm system and Kevin messing around with him. Right. And we had the remake of Angels with Filthy Souls. That was done on sci-fi, wasn't it? And you had the remarks not being as good as the original. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. That's it. That's that's my positives. <laughs> right, okay. It's all covered in that. Okay. <laughs> so you don't think that even though the two antagonists were not evil people... They didn't sell the desperation very well. 
No. No, not at all? No. Okay. I thought they did. I mean, I, was, I know it was all a bit slushy concerning the family and the house and the montage that we actually got and all that. Those sorts of bits were absolutely terrible, but... No, I just, I thought, mate, it was utterly soulless. If I'm honest, I didn't think it had any magic to it. Not even Christmas could help it. I've watched some truly dire fucking films and they are terrible, but they've got that little Christmas magic in where you sit there and you think, ah, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> so someone um, I heard somewhere was asking the question, if people would prefer maybe a, another Home Alone film Mm-hmm. set on a different holiday. So how about a Halloween Home Alone film? Oh, now we're talking. Now, does it have to be Christmas? Could they have not remade it and done it for Halloween if they were going to do something like this? Does it have to be around Christmas? Would that be a different idea to sort of make money off of Home Alone? Any idea would with... be a better idea, I think, than this one. You might. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I quite like that. Really? The, the kids go out... And the, the kids at home, they think he's gone trick-or-treating, but he hasn't. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Okay, all right. So maybe that would work. Mm. So maybe we'll put that in. So Archie Yates. Fucking shit, mate. <laughs> I liked him in Jojo Rabbit. He was good He was Jojo good Rabbit, in Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I fucking hated him. Right. British people do not say soda. Fuck off. <laughs> so why was it an English family in America then? Why Were they English? They Is it because I think Jill said that it was because... Um, Ashleen B uh, is quite a good friend with Rob Delaney. Oh, I understand. I'm, I'm sure that's how it all got in. But, I mean, I love Ashleen B. Mm-hmm. I think she's fucking great. But in this, she was fucking awful, um, as was pretty much everyone else. But, I mean, was she Irish? Was she British? <laughs> she was awfully British. And then, right, where's the fucking plane? Why are we not on the plane? It's just like, terrible. Okay. She, they must look at this and be so embarrassed that they ever touched it with a barge pole. I wonder why they did. Why? Why is it an English family for a start? What point only... did anyone think this was a good idea? Would they not have done? I mean, they must have done some screen tests and bits on this where they filmed a few scenes, watched it back, and went, you know what? We've fucking up a real good film here. <laughs> I mean, I have actually got main problem is it was soulless written yeah. down i've got the same thing so i've got to be honest every line did feel like it had been rehearsed to death and it just felt like it was being read as though they would if they were sitting around doing a read through yeah. it is what i felt but i still thought that when ellie kemp and rob delaney were on screen doing what they do it could gather momentum um which unfortunately was killed i think when archie came on and had yeah. to speak for me they did actually get the scene going and i thought but when he came back on scene some when he when he said his lines, it was definitely just read out from a script. They might have been holding it on cards That's behind terrible, people, and it just killed all the momentum of all the scenes, even the booby trap scenes and everything. Oh, he, just he sort dead. of his use of diction. He over dictionalized his words. Yeah, so like word? you say, is that a word? Yeah, why not? Okay, go on I've just made it up. Okay, um, but I just look. I looked at it, mate, and I was like, this has clearly had a decent amount of money spent on it. No, right. it it wasn't produced crap, was it? Like, it wasn't produced crap. I mean, there wasn't that many locations and all that no, to worry about, no, was there? But, so but I've, I've we spent said that some about um, on it. the beta test last week. Yeah, he done it for two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, um, and it was like two or three locations. This was yeah. the same sort of locations. So, yeah. Um, I'm sure they overspent on it, being yeah. Disney, of course. But I, mean, I just wonder if at any point they thought they were onto something good. This is the bit I'm confused with. They must, because they've made quite a big deal out of this, and it's their big Christmas release. Um, and I just think handled well. Home Alone has got a lot of nostalgia, a lot of fans. Um, I mean, perhaps, I'm not, perhaps I'm not, not you, them, but no, there's no. a lot of people who have fond memories of Home Alone. Mm-hmm. And I do think this could have worked. I'm not. It's not like oh, don't remake Jaws. Like. I'm not precious about Home Alone. You can do what you like with it, but don't do this. This <laughs> is it's, it's like it, it's not untouchable. But I mean, they they must have had a lot of tax money to write off. That's all I can think is they've gone here, Barry. We're gonna have to pay some tax. I'm like, not if we make a fucking big loss, we won't. Fucking spunk it all on that one. Did you? Uh, what about Keenan? I didn't know he was still alive. Keenan from Keenan yeah, yeah. and Kel. Yeah, good burger. Nice to see you, isn't it? Eh? Well, I did actually, I should be one of my positives as well, because they did chuck orange soda in, didn't they? Right. Uh, the drink he wanted was orange soda, okay. so I think that was for Kel. Right. Obviously weren't in it. Okay. Yeah, there um, you go. Um, I mean, I didn't really care for the crossover with McAllister the cop, I've got to <laughs> no. be honest. I mean, his explanation of Kevin pranking him did fill one of the many plot holes 
around like the intermittent alarm and all that at the house yeah. and stuff like that. There was quite a few of those. Yeah. I was wondering why I wasn't going off. And it's, I mean, it was just a... He must be scratching for work though, money. <laughs> I mean, he was like, I'll, I'll do anything. Okay. Yeah, I'll do. I'll say anything you like, mate. <laughs> I think I missed as well, mate, the big, the real dysfunctional family. Yeah. No, like you had, because you, you had the McAllisters, they never felt like a thing. They cared for their kids. Yeah. But all the family had friction throughout it. You had... Uh, the uncle and he was always shouting around and it all felt a little bit stressed yeah and all she really was like Ashleen B going oh just give me a minute there was no real tension there no and I, I didn't find it again perhaps you're right with it being woke that oh, we can't talk to our kids like that and we can't have that perhaps it's frowned upon the way oh, it's they... very vanilla isn't it yeah I mean the whole oh, thing so is very vanilla, vanilla mate yeah yeah like not Hagen dolls or cart door vanilla <laughs> Like Iceland, ninety nine p a pot vanilla, <laughs> like not actually real vanilla, vanilla essence, <laughs> and like over saccharined <laughs> crap. Now I think that there is a part of it that they could have sort of saved it, mm -hmm. which would have been the action sequences, stroke booby traps. Yep, they were uninspiring. They were, weren't they? Yeah. No imagination. No, even the ones they tried to reuse from the original were done worse. Yeah. Like when Harry come in, I think, I'm sure it was Harry, um, when he stood on all of the Christmas decorations and you winced and you was like, ugh, that's going through his foot. Oh, let's just do it with Lego because everyone finds it funny when you stand on Lego. <laughs> I mean, I must admit, some of them like the uh, the tap that he'd done up so it just sprayed it with water. I thought that getting yeah. frozen, the frozen their clothes was done way too many times. Yeah. And it wasn't particularly funny. They never froze solid or nothing, no, did they? And the, the pop and the soda yeah. being chucked around. Um, there was a couple. I like the gun with the pool ball. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. that was about the most vicious one he had. Yeah. I thought that um, Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney sold those. I thought that they did sell the yeah. pain and stuff like that yeah. when they were losing teeth and that. That's what I mean by I think that they'd done an all right job in yeah. that. It's just like I say, when it then swapped over to Archie it was um, it just died died yeah. a death again but yeah they were shit weren't they yeah they were they were pretty bad mate just standard things being chucked on them and stuff like that you know? yeah it was just no there was no real no imagine I mean you could have a lot of fun with this couldn't you you could if you this is why I think that if you did it on a different holiday or you done a section of them and you did them on, on different times of the year, mm -hmm. um, you might actually get a couple out, you know, yeah. like a little franchise and all that. I don't know why you would possibly want to do it again at Christmas and do this sort of woke it. i tell you when the best time to do this would be yeah. is in 30 years' time when all of us lot are dead, yeah. is make something like this, yeah. when people who are not going to be up in arms about it and moaning about it and bringing the scores down and all that. I don't know whether, or what rating is the original Home Alone? This is the thing. I don't know whether a lot of kids are not being shown it because of the um, the wet bandits. PG, mate, I can sit up on a shelf. Is it? Okay, yeah. so what's that, a 12, something like that? No, a 12's a 12. Oh, is it? So what so is a PG? PG, just parental guidance. Oh, so you can do it any time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in that case then, yeah, I really don't know. Just, just don't know I mean, just the thing of Home Alone was a kid you kind of sided with. But he was yeah. a bit of a knob, yeah. And two villains that were nasty, but you kind of sided with them. You kind of liked them, yeah. Because on on this, we was actually led to believe that Archie Yates was a thief, yeah, and that he was actually in the wrong. I mean, to be honest, the two antagonists, as we said, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper, they hadn't really done a lot wrong. No. They they thought that he had nicked from them. It was yeah. obviously a case of mistaken identity and the fact that they thought he'd thief something from them. So we went through thinking that he'd nicked it. Yeah. So, I mean, how are you supposed to side with a kid who you think's a thief? I didn't particularly. No. I actually felt sorry for him. I think Jill actually said, I feel quite sorry for him at the moment, actually, because they're going through all this. They're just no. trying to get their shit back. I, th I think there was only one child in it I hated more than him. Right. That was that little prick at the end. <laughs> I can't say I remembered him. Swinging the doll around. And oh, oh, he done so well. <laughs> yeah, little prick. What a knob. He was a freak, you're right. That whole, that whole ending, mate, the, just the I mean, cheesy that, that family as well. Oh, I mean, they were appalling, weren't they? Super fucking vanilla, weren't they? Oh. Fucking. <laughs> they were snowflakes. The whole end scenes were just appalling from, I mean, tight up, but, oh, the <laughs> cheese. The cheese. Yeah, I mean, listen, so, I don't know. I mean, 
it's probably it's worth watching just to just to see what they've done with it, isn't it? I mean, just to see Christmas if you're there with your kids or whatever. Curiosity got the better of us, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, really. I mean, and I'd like to actually know whether anyone got anything from it. If they've got younger kids who maybe haven't seen Home Alone yet, I will stick it on for hours over Christmas. Right, okay. And you will, yeah. One of them will like it, one of them won't. Right. And the younger one will like it because they love stupidity. Right. And there was plenty of stupidity in it. There was, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they, I'm sure they, there is an audience. I just think they failed by not making everyone. This is where I think like the genius of things like Marvel is they have got this, um, whether you like it or not, they've got this real good approach to making them on that level where families can watch them together. Mm. And I think that is a mark of a great film when the whole family can get sit down and get something out of it. This, you can't get a lot out of it. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, have they actually marketed it towards adults? I don't know if they it's a Disney Channel, it's a I suppose. It's Christmas film, isn't it? It's a it? nine, isn't it? Yeah. They haven't really said, like, it's parental guidance, have they? No. They've said you have to be nine. nine so. Yeah. I don't know where that actually rates. So which, they haven't said you need to be with your parents, so maybe they are marking it Which too I much suppose longer. is scary because little and probably them would count as too young to watch this. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's a worry. You're, you're going to wake up loads of Lego on the floor and that. Yeah. <laughs> muggy well, I ain't got much more to say no. about that, mate. No. no. So, um, score? Four. <laughs> Have you? Yep. Okay. I've actually put 10. Right. I mean, I didn't really know what to do. I thought yeah. anything under 10, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Once it's under 10. Probably wouldn't recommend it unless you got uh, younger children. No. Um, I certainly wouldn't recommend it if you're a fan of the original. No. Okay, there we go. But thanks for everyone for voting for me to watch it. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, as we said, curiosity. Yes. There we go. Yeah. So, mate, mm. watch anything else? I watched Team Wolf. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, the original one. What happened, mate? It's about three months ago. We was around my nan's because we do our shopping on the weekend. Dropped it off. She was going, oh, I've got this problem with my TV. So I started playing with a TV. She'd put, like, audio description on. Managed to get it off and Team Wolf was on. Mm. And then I kept getting bollockings by the missus because she would start talking to my nan because I was <laughs> watching Team Wolf. A bit of nostalgia. It was on, so I made her watch it. Great, isn't it? I do like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'll say great. It's not aged I'll well, put it, is it? No, I'll put it in the 60s, early <laughs> 60s. But it was all right. And I watched a film called The God Committee. Oh. It was on um, Prime. It had a great basis around it. It's basically about heart transplants. Oh. got Kelsey Grammer in it and Julia Stiles. Oh. And it reads really well. It just doesn't deliver a very good film. Oh. Um, it does put some bits in there that makes you think. But ultimately, I've got 54 on it. Oh. Yeah, not great. And Jurassic Park, but let's not go there. <laughs> okay. Right, so I've I've actually forgotten okay. a few. Yeah. I think I made a note and I forgot to put them on here. Okay. So obviously I've been away, so yeah. I've watched a few more than this. But I've only got four to actually talk about. So No Time to Die. I managed to watch that yeah. again. That's come out. I've got 81 on that. I can't remember what I gave it before. But I did quite oh. like it this time. I yeah. think it was the holiday setting. Office Christmas Party. Okay. Have you seen that? New. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. It's quite funny. 66 yeah. I've got on that. Have you never seen it? No, I don't you think so. watch that. Yeah. You should watch that. It's quite um quite a lot, bit of a gross out comedy. Quite okay. funny. LA Confidential. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got well, 73 long one, on that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so we watched that while we was away. Um, 73. Um, it's a good film. Yeah. It's a good film. Probably didn't match the holiday sort of tone, I don't think, this time. And I watched Scanners. Okay. Scanners? Yep. Yeah, 70 on that. Cool. I quite enjoyed that. I yeah. forgot it was good when his head blows up. Yeah. And I've watched more, mate. I've watched more. I just can't remember what the fuck they were. I want to admit to laying there no, with no. Jill watching. <laughs> no, no. I just can't remember Twilight what series. they were. So, okay. Thanks for that then, mate. Yes. Right, moving on. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we have to call Homework. homework. There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did I get this week, mate? I gave you a film, mate. It's currently 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 12A, 1 hour, 51 minutes, billed as a drama music. With a synopsis of, as a coder, Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her love of music 
and her fear of abandoning her parents. Starring Amelia Jones, Marley Matlin, Troy Kotzer and Daniel Durant. $10 million budget grossing $1 million at the cinemas plus subscription costs on Apple. This was 2021's Coda. There we go. So I know you've been bigging this one up, mate. Mm. But I honestly thought it looked like just another teen movie with deaf yeah. actors when I saw the trailer on yeah. this one. And I actually thought, I know she's going to sound a bit horrible, but I thought it was going to be one of these uh, sort of like standard teen romance films that have used deaf actors to get higher marks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does happen, mate. Does happen. It does, yeah. But it's more to it than that. Mm. There is more to it than that. And I like that it was different to other films about hearing impairment because it had three quarters of the family were were deaf. Mm. So it obviously moved that. Normally, it's just like one person, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously, it moved that around. It was just one person who was hearing. But it did have all the steps of a teen romance movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is that what it was actually about in the end? I suppose it was. Uh, I suppose so. Yeah. It yeah. is a coming of age uh, film, finding herself yeah. I suppose wasn't it yeah so I mean it had uh, the awkwardness the bullying the family issues the mentors it mm-hmm. had as well which I didn't mind I thought that the music teacher could have been a bit great into me but I actually yeah. found that I warmed to him a little bit later on but it's the family dynamic that elevates this yeah. above all the other films of its type the mother and father's relationship was great mm-hmm. the father was the, the my favourite character yeah, he was I've got to be honest grimy wasn't he yeah he, he was excellent yeah. and I mean he had obviously his own personal journey as well that came to fruition at the end yeah. as well and I quite liked that and I love the fact that they go about their business without giving a shit I thought that was great um, certain scenes like when they were um, having sex when she was in there and obviously they couldn't hear how loud they were and that I thought they were quite amusing and the fishing sub story was cohesive it did make sense to, yeah. to the actual story um, musical elements were just about enough anymore and I might have marked it down yeah. um, I think that some of the songs were a bit elongated they didn't have to be that long mm-hmm. personally for me you know how I feel about that on to the main actress it is primarily about her struggle uh, her trying to find her path and I thought she did emote well she did carry the film from one subplot to another mm-hmm. really well she was the glue of the family yep. and she's also the glue of the film yep. um, and there wasn't many scenes that she wasn't a part of no. so it's lucky that she actually did quite a good job I don't know if I've seen her in a lot who is it? Amelia Jones okay. I don't know if I've seen no, her in a lot me neither but yeah I thought she was alright I thought overall the performances were good mate so Maybe dwelt a bit too much on the romance bits, like the swimming bits and that. Yeah. that was in there. Maybe that was a bit too long. But it did help me watching it on a Sunday night, not having to work on the Monday. Yeah. i got to be honest. Yeah. It's that sort of film, I think, that a lovely film into there. Yeah, I know. I mean, Jill liked it as well. I've got a score of yeah. 78. Okay. Which I thought it was refreshing and funny. Yeah. It's not going to be massively high for me because no. I don't particularly like musically inclined I'm romance I'm impressed with 78, mate. I'll yeah. take that. Oh, it is good. I mean, listen, the, the, actual, the actual dynamics. And it's obviously weird having a film that, um, I mean, I put subtitles on all of it. Yeah. So we had subtitles on the whole thing. Yeah. Just because I thought it was, because I didn't want to miss any. Yeah. So I wanted to be focused on them all the time and not yeah. miss them as they flicked on and off. But um, but yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's cool that obviously all the sign language and all that was all uh, was all subtitled and that, and it was yeah, it was good because there's a lot of it. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot of it. But yeah, character wise, mate, that, that was all really good. Good. Not I'm glad you enjoyed film. it. Mate. I did, mate. I did. I, I mean, I would say to people to go and watch it. Yeah. Definitely, hundred yeah. percent. So I gave you, mate, a 2004 film directed by Wes Anderson, starring Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Kate Blanchett, Angelica Houston, Willem Dafoe, Jeff Goldblum, Michael Gambon, and Bud Court. Running time of 118 minutes with a $50 million budget taking $34 million at the box office, 7.3 on IMDb, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of, while working on a documentary, Steve Zissou's partner gets killed under mysterious circumstances by a shark. Steve and his crew set off on an expedition to hunt it down. I gave you 2004's The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Heard a lot of things about this, mate, before I watched it. I think I'm led to believe the reason people don't get on with it is it's either the first or only Wes Anderson film they've seen. Right. <laughs> um, and I get that. Right. I mean, um, the Mrs. Mum went to see The French Dispatch this week, told me what a pile of shit it is, but oh, it's really? the first Wes Anderson film oh, she's ever it? seen. That's actually the most Wes Anderson film I've ever seen. Right, okay. Um, I think 
the first couple I watched, I was confused and didn't really get them. Mm. And I think after a few, you bed in with his style. Mm-hmm. And when you watch him more than once, you know what you're getting. You can sit back and enjoy it. And although not my favourite of his, I did enjoy it, mate. Right. It is totally absurd, but it is good fun. Mm. It's by far not the worst. No. Um, but not my favourite. I didn't actually mind Owen Wilson. As soon as I saw him, I mean, much to my shock, I thought, this prick's here. He's in all of them, isn't he? Um, but actually, mate, fair play to him. It was all right. Yeah. Not as good as the Sophology adverts, but it was good. Um, the shining star in it for me was Angelica Houston. Right, okay. I thought her character was great, and I thought right. she was great. Bill Murray was Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. Solid, sarcastic, funny. <laughs> he, he is. You know what you're going to get, don't you? Yeah. Willem Dafoe, Jeff Goldblum were great. Just look at Wes Anderson films and look at the cast and they just blow me away. I don't know how he does it. He must have some real good connections. Um, I can't remember. What did you say the budget was? 50 million. Oh, he had a fair budget for this one then. Not too bad. A lot, on it? I did love the intern jokes, the way they knitted together through the film and kept going. Love. It's a good way of bringing in throwaway characters. Yeah, yeah. And making you feel something for them. And I thought that was good. Highlight for me through the whole film, mate, was the scene with the Belafonte cross section. <laughs> that set was amazing. Yeah, oh, you got to say his sets are fucking amazing. They were, yeah, but I mean, we'll get to some of them in a minute, but mm. that was stunning. Mm. That was really, really well. I think the fact, the fact it's total nonsense is half its charm. <laughs> I think you've just got to accept it is total nonsense. Um, actually, I'm going to say it was one of the most... I mean, it's ludicrous, really, but it's one of the funniest films I've seen for a long time. Oh. And I actually, as the kids would put it, LOL'd a lot. <laughs> um, Mrs. Didn't get it at all, thought it was shit. I think it was a little bit too quirky for her taste. Right. But the stuff I was laughing at, she was just sort of looking at me as if to say, really? Right. And I found it okay. hilarious. I think you were like the French Dispatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, thought, I thought it was great, but I, I love the mixture between the great sets because you had some really clever ones and really great sets. But there's certain sort of scenes where I think they know it's going to be hard to make it look realistic, so they just think, "Fuck it, we'll just make it shit." Yeah, um, <laughs> and they look ridiculous, but it works really well. Like yeah. the the final scene in the sub, yeah, was fucking dire. It was terrible. <laughs> it was reminiscent of like st- early Star Trek and stuff like that but works really well mm. I thought it was good I did find it I sat down to write my notes and I found it a hard film to sit and critique I know we don't necessarily critique properly I don't think you can sell this to people who are not fans of his no I think if you said to a lot of people yeah you gotta watch Steve Zissou and they'd sit and watch it and they'd be like what the fuck are you on um, but I think if you like Wes Anderson or you want to bed in with his work, I think you need to give his work a bit of effort. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think he puts a lot of effort in, but I think you've got to put the effort in to get it back. And I think without the podcast, I wouldn't have done that. Raw Tenenbaums, I would never watch again, and that put me off of him. But the fact you forced me to sit down and watch (laughs) some, I actually sit, I enjoy his films now. I know what I'm getting, and I enjoy them. Um, Like I say, mate, not my favourite, far from my worst, I've got 72. Okay, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite a good score there, Steve Zissou. Done well there, mate. Done yeah. well there. So um, we're not doing it next week. Homework. We're not, mate. So we haven't got anything to uh, to say. We'll no. let you know in a minute. So yeah. There's no homework next week. No. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, got a big announcement, haven't we? We have, yeah. What are we doing? Go on. <laughs> hey. Class that, isn't it? Is it the same theme music? I don't one? know, mate. Is it not? No, I've got a minute and a half. No of this. Just keep talking over it. I've been yeah. busy. Have you? Yeah. Well, there you go. So we are, um, well, I mean, I don't know how this is going to go. So, no, um, not well. <laughs> so we are having three uh, under teen age yeah. girls yeah. on next week. Maybe so. one eight year old boy for about 12 seconds. Okay. He'll so the possibility of four. Children, yeah, definitely three children. Yeah. So uh, Lee and Sophie's two, yeah, Amelia and Cecily, yeah, my goddaughter, yeah, and Immy's coming, yeah, Immy's oh. coming. Little Tom might make an appearance. Yeah. Who knows? And we are going to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> we are. I mean, we're gonna have to watch our p's and q's. We are. Week, I've written the best start to next week's episode already. <laughs> Yeah, I've been working hard on it. It's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, we go. I mean, I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, no. who cares? It'd be fun, wouldn't it? So, uh, so Possibly. Yeah. 
So yeah, so we are discussing. I'm trying to work the logistics out at the moment <laughs> of trying to share mics and yeah, stuff. Okay, best of luck on that. Yeah, best of luck on that. I'm trying to teach him. Should okay. I shut this off now? It's getting annoying a bit, isn't it? So I'll work. I'll have worked at Talco. I thought it might make us look professional. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> you know, you hear people doing it, and you sort of think, oh, hard, oh, isn't it? Distracting. <laughs> so there you go. We're going Perhaps to... people put it in post. Maybe. And because we've got this special machine. Yeah. Like, didn't work, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Won't do that again. Oh, Lesson dear. learned, mate. So here we go. Ghostbusters Afterlife yeah. with uh, with four young children. Yes. <sighs> <laughs> I love the fact it was your idea. Yeah, brilliant. Right, okay. Yeah. So, mate, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Absolutely, mate. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. There we go. And please do. Well, yeah. There you go, then, mate. So I've Short got... one, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'll never get to see, do I? I mean, we're at 54 minutes and you ain't hacked to the yet. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 25 minutes. Hey. <laughs> so uh, there we go. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So I'm going to see it tomorrow on my birthday. I'm going uh, Sunday, I oh, think. Yeah. I'm having sweets and I'm having um, nachos and I'm having popcorn. Well, no different than you normally do. True. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. So yeah, please, uh, please get in contact with us. Um, thanks very much for listening. Yeah, thanks. And uh, yeah, I hope everything goes all right for you, mate. I'm off Monday, so if you yeah. need anything, thanks. Uh, just well, don't bother me. So there <laughs> yeah, you go. Mind, mate. All right. Yeah. So say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. Have a good week. See, See you later. Bye. bye. Mate, I saw a UB40 tribute act the other day. Oh. Yeah, it was called WD40. A little bit rusty to start with, but they got better as the night went on. I mean, I suppose that's, 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 I mean, I suppose it's a little bit better. Yeah. Well, yeah. the fact you got it. Yeah, helps. yeah, that does help. <laughs> yeah. Right, I mean, I've got hot chocolate and not water bottle waiting for me. Yeah. Home, so I'm going to get off. Get back, get to your, your Horlicks with your oval teen top, yeah. mate. I'm going to go now. Delaney, Archie Yates, Eileen B. Is it Aileen? Ashleen. Ashleen. Is it? Ashleen B. Ashleen B, Keenan Thompson, Pete Holmes, Ali Mackey and Chris Parnell. Aileen. Fucking <laughs> 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 Eileen. I thought it was Aileen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, twice. Such a fucking melt.